shit. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit. Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit. That's where the most high, we the most live. Five, four, three. <laughs> what up, what up? Fantasy football hustler back at ya. We have two, two countdowns. <laughs> You gotta keep them. You gotta the four one one, Alex. Come on. <laughs> you gotta no, keep them on there. Tells me. Yeah, we're doing the we're doing the intros. Nelson forgot we gotta do that for all the apps. Every time the kids keep trying to ask me to do stuff. Oh, Nelson Tanya's is here with the crew. Hello, yeah. everybody. I am the real life Rafi. Oh yeah, and we made it through Fucking the melons and everything. <laughs> we made it through the first four episodes. And I think it's six last right? time on Silver Screen Breakdown. One more time. Last time on Silver Screen Breakdown. We cover episode one through four. We got a Vegas draft. We're talking Brolo. We're talking the white knuckler. And we're talking Jenny actually getting initiated into the league. Oh, yeah. And now. We, that's where we ended the last episode is Jenny getting initiated. The first thing that we got in episode five is now Jenny is coming to hang out at the pub with the crew. Damn it. Ruxin doesn't like it. Ruxin does not like it. I am not going to censor myself around her. <laughs> and he's right. Jenny's got the foulest mouth out of everybody. I don't think anybody needs to, needs to censor themselves around her. That's for sure. This one, this episode is all about the marathon. A what? The marathon. What? Oh, yeah. Could the marathon. Andre and Ruxin? Andre and Pete. Andre and Pete, okay. So do you remember at the beginning of the episode where they show the little montage of his, pretty much like his workout fads? His workout fads? Yeah. He's, um, the first one was like, I'm strengthening my core, just like Joseph Pilati. Joseph, he says his first name. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. But I do remember the competition, the run. Yeah, and we'll see. And that one's not even, that's not even this episode. That one, that's a couple episodes later. So they don't actually see anybody run here, but they're training for the marathon is what it is. And Andre, okay. he's drinking a sports drink and it's, it's acronym is spunk. And he's, he's in love with this like spunk protein, like juice. Just got to have it all the time. But it has. Yeah, I, don't, a, I don't remember. I mean, so many episodes. I don't remember that one. <laughs> this one was very uneventful. Mainly, it was a lot of shitting on Andre, and they're talking about the marathon. Taco becomes the notary. That was a big part in this one. He was El Notario. It was El Notario, the notary. Hey, where do you oh. get a stamp from? From Venezuela. There you go. <laughs> I get yeah. tagged in. And this is the first that we really see of, of Kevin and Jenny and how everything is going to kind of play out for these two. And it's not nice for Kevin because he's always losing. He'll yeah, poor now. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Does he ever take it? Give me a spoiler. Does he ever take it? Yeah, he takes it in the year where there's an asterisk. Oh, yes. So so he has to live up to that. Forever. The only way that it could count for real is if he gives up naming rights 
to his, oh, to uh, his baby and he yeah. did that yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking brian <laughs> i mean kevin <laughs> and then spoiler alert ruxin trades that to taco for the first overall pick oh that's how you're gonna run to the mic so that's how yeah. ruxin ends up getting the first overall pick after that all right now that episode very uneventful episode six the anniversary party this one very uneventful as well it is funny how all of this and the whole anniversary party in episode six is a ruse by taco just to get ruxton thinking about anything else other than their fantasy football matchup for the week yeah i mean i call that a throw-off method that's the throw-off tactics you feel me don't touch anything on the table he had to plan a whole anniversary party within a couple days. I mean, yeah, that's the throw-off method. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you want to get them off their game for their start sits, you really got to go all out. And spared no he, expense. He was playing against them too, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's also like great fantasy karma too. Like, bro, I'm about to throw you the, the flyest party ever, bro. No, he had to throw up for his wife. Like he wasn't. Oh, Taco, for, oh okay. Taco just brought up the idea about how he was going to throw an anniversary party for his wife. And then she got so excited that if Ruxton didn't do it, he was going to be screwed. So he had to do it and had to go along with it. Cause Taco, like after he like acts like he spilled the beans, he was like, yeah, he was going to do it at the place where you guys had your first dinner. And uh, yeah, he's going to invite all your friends and family and fly everybody in. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, yeah, it was funny. Like, even when everyone's getting drunk, Pete's like, yeah, let's bring the, let's bring the top shelf. And Ruxin, he's like, it doesn't have to be the top shelf. And Andre he like, wanted to bring the well drinks? Fuck that. And he was like, oh, don't worry. Taco got everybody car service. Because <laughs> it's all on Ruxin's dime. That's why. Oh, yeah. But, but Ruxin's a baller, though, right? Yeah, he is. He's a rich yeah. lawyer. He got a good, yeah, he got a good thing going. Yeah, and you know, the Jewish stereotype and all that. For sure. She doesn't like restrictions. The one thing that we do see, Pete's ex-wife, she makes a return cameo. And now she brings a fella with her. And I mean, look, I don't know, maybe 10 or 20 years older than her or something. And it's funny that Pete, he just wants to be the bigger guy and has to beat him at whatever. Yeah. they're doing that's like a competition to him. you know it's crazy she has giant eyeballs in real life when i see her on the screen hey eyeballs are hella huge <laughs> she has a big head too so this is some pretty big eyeballs <laughs> i'm just saying okay cool i think i killed enough time because my oldest was she's i use the bathroom watch her so that is that's it for episode six episode six was kind of whack we're really going to run through a lot of them on this, all the ones that kind of like suck because the Halloween episode is next. And that one, I mean, we get the ghost monkey, we get the ghost monkey song and the reference, the, how this one, how this episode had to do with fantasy football was Pete let Ruxin set his lineup because they're going against each other. And Pete said, I'm confident that I, you can even set my lineup and I will still beat you. And it ends up happening. Ruxin is pretty much like in a mental mind fuck the entire episode. And yeah, he ends up playing Pierre Thomas, who ends up scoring three touchdowns against him. And uh, yeah, he beats him. There's a lot of uneventful episodes in the middle. Nelson, do you remember 
any of those ones in the middle? Uh, you you got to prompt me, man. I watched 13 episodes, like all of them one day. Yeah. And seeing, I, I you know what? I just can't remember all of them until you bring them up. And then I remember, I think it was the anniversary where one of the chicks was dating some old guy. Yeah. It's kind of funny. And then that's it. I mean, there's no way that I could retain all those episodes. It's impossible. Yeah. A lot of them are a lot of them are BS as well. So now this one, episode eight, this is the one where we get the Ruxin and the Andre, the race. And this whole the whole episode is premised around a tie. So it doesn't happen too much in fantasy football where there's a tie. And it ends up happening. That's one of the that's one of the storylines. And they tell Kevin that he needs to figure out how to break the tie and we don't have ties. It just ruins everything later. And Kevin pretty much resigns as commissioner. He's just over it. You guys figure it out. And they say they're going to race. Okay. We're going to, we're taking it old school. We're taking it to the track. And so they're out by the water or something and they're at the park and they're racing and Andre and Ruxin both are like goofy as hell when they run. And, Ruxin pretty much trips himself. Andre wins, so the tie is over. But <laughs> they need proof. That's how much savages there are. They need proof on this ruling that it wasn't Andre tripping Ruxin, that it was incidental contact. So they see a couple getting married <laughs> right up the hill, a gay couple, that is. Goes and steal oh, I remember this. <laughs> and go and steal their tape <laughs> just so they could see. Who won the race? Ridiculous. That's the same as episode where he gets invited over by a dude that, right? It was, yeah. Is that the next episode? No, it's the same one. Because yeah. he, was, was, actually, cause he was actually at that wedding as well. All the right. Guys are, the guys are already making fun of him. Well, you met this random guy that's just going to give you Bears tickets? Yeah, like, yeah that, that, that's code for some sexual favors. Or oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> he goes over there. I love that one. That was a great episode. That was the end of the episode where, yeah, he goes over to get the Bears tickets and, like, he already sees the guy at the gay wedding and, you know, his friends are talking shit to him saying he's going to have to do favors for those tickets. <laughs> he goes in, the guy's, like, in a robe. You know, there's nobody else around. and <laughs> So we think. Yeah, Until so we think. Oh, man. Revealed. He's a and family man. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gay. Those were his friends. He has a wife. He has a kid. And it's funny how Pete, he was like, I don't know if I can go through with this. Like, I, you know, I thought maybe a hand job, I could do it, but I'm not really sure. And it was even fucked up that he said that. Because <laughs> he totally didn't. He, it was just word vomit coming out of his mouth. <laughs> word vomit, that's for sure. And uh, yeah, that one, and that's kind of the way that one ended is nothing really. So to bail out, uh, Kevin and Andre because they end up going to they end up going to jail because they steal that tape and then they run away and then they think they're doing then the cops catch them and they think they're doing some gay stuff in the bushes and so they arrest them for hold on homoerotic stuff in the bushes okay <laughs> be politically correct okay we're not gonna offend anybody here <laughs> and yeah it was funny the cop he was like you guys are what, what gave what, what gives gay people a bad name or something hated on them. See, that's what I'm saying. We don't like discrimination. We don't their discrimination. Was my phone ringing crazy when I was gone? I hope not. No. Okay, good. <clears throat> so it was, he ended up bailing him out of jail. Kevin did after they admitted that it was a tie and they let the tie stand. It was all a pride thing. 
the entire time. I'm, I'm pride okay. thing, exactly. Pride thing. <laughs> and this is just an exact tie, like decimal scoring, or is this because you know, remember back in the days there was actually a large community of people that played fantasy and did non-decimal scoring. Do you remember that? Yeah, and I don't remember if they said it or not. I mean, I'm just assuming not because everything was so basic, like about their league. Yeah, so non des because then that's when you're going to get ties more often than not because it'll round up or down accordingly. Yeah. So, yeah, episode eight, yeah, kind of blah, you know. Episode nine, even more blah because it was expert witness. I mean, it is funny how they really make Andre look like a sexual predator and, like, he's just... He's really bad at everything that he does. And like, even when he tries harder, he just really does like worse and worse. And Pete, he loves to vulture. And so he got to steal his thunder and he got to be a better expert witness than Andre did. And I'd say the funniest part about this whole episode, Taco was, he started having sex with the, with the court, what artist, someone who was just drawing everything that was going on in the court. And Ruxin had a little work flirt with the, the judge. And <laughs> the judge is a freak because at the end, she was getting real pissed at Ruxin the way that everything was going. She had Ruxin like in his boxers, like in the, had a dog leash oh, on. Yeah, top. that's right. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. So the judge was a freak. And it was funny. Ruxin had to, he had to play the game just to try to not get in trouble for everything that he did there. Because right. they were crashed. Kevin and all of them came in. Yeah. My bad. It was a Taco Bell scenario. I had to make sure this was arranged correctly. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Hold on. You're going to Taco Bell? Okay. Don't <laughs> fuck this up. All right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was when the court artist, when her husband came in and uh, then saw, who's this guy here? And it was Taco. And then he ran and then yeah, ran all the way to the back and into the judge's chambers. And that's where that one ended. Very uneventful episode. The high school reunion that had zero to do. This is episode 10. Zero to do with fantasy football. Year, though. I like this one though because it puts in perspective of how old they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They are now 20 years removed from high school. So they're all majority what late 30s? Yeah. No? Help me out here. Yeah. yeah, late 30s. Late 30s. Yeah. Yep. And so Nobody yeah, really. My wants- twenty-year anniversary, or just one, or what is it called, to the reunion? Yeah, I did not go to that shit. Yeah, and the motherfuckers that are out there like stunting and shit, I've seen them on Instagram and shit. Yeah, like showing their life. Like, I'm doing so well. Yeah, I bet you're getting zero box. <laughs> that one was try to fuck my old flings, even though it had. Even though it had nothing to do with with fantasy football, it was funny going to see them, and they bring up a lot of different old characters. And it's funny how you hear Ruxin used to be the guy who used to date all the fat chicks, you know. And yeah, I, look at old fat Ruxin. Huh? He's showing love to the big ones. Yeah, hey, the big ones. Hey, they, hey, they'll fuck you good, and then cook you something real good, or like order out. Yeah, it's good enough. He must have he must have not gotten any of that kind of treatment for a long time. But yeah, they called him the herdsman because <laughs> he was herding them cattle. And uh, Ted GB was it GBI or whatever? Yeah, I just kept doing that the whole time. And yeah, Ruxin hated it. <laughs> you know what? I wanted Ruxin to take flight on his ass. I ain't gonna lie. Ruxin's a pussy though. I know, but it's, there's so many moments where he could step up. 
And that was one of them. Just chop him right in the neck. I was annoyed as fuck with him, bro. Fuck that guy. He got super. I mean, he did the right thing when first off, when Ruxin's hanging. I mean, whatever the girl was, you know, the old fling. And she comes up and says hi to him. And then the dude starts making fun of him. Oh, is this your wife? And she was like, you don't remember me? I went to high school with you. <laughs> and then Sophia comes in, bro. He was capping right there. Did he not really remember her? I don't know. Probably not. Um, and But yeah, then Sophia comes over with Ruxin's beer or whatever. And then he starts kissing, <laughs> making out with her right in front of him. And <laughs> he didn't like that because Sophia was looking way hotter than, you, you know, know, his mail place. order bride. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He had the mail order thing. He was really trying to stun, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm about to go back to my old high school. What was it, babe? Yours was last year, 20 year high school joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was like, she was making fun of. She was with me making fun of a lot of the fools that for my joint. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm gonna take the Deja. You tell Deja and baby. Boom, got it. Yeah, Carl said I brought up class act months ago and said how Hillary from Fresh Prince is the smart tutor hooking up with play. Nice. Right? He was yeah. like, the Pistons. He like related like a car to sex because that's all you knew was car. And then now all of a sudden he's in all these advanced placement classes and whatnot. Funny. I actually got my 10-year-old to watch it with me because it's actually not like, it's not on some fuck shit, really. They don't, the YouTube version, it doesn't show like him taxing her in the end or anything like that. So it's actually like a clean version. But she sat through the whole thing. She thought it was cool, actually. Nice. It's kind of funny seeing. I I can only imagine from a kid now watching like that 90s shit with the loud dressing and the big old like flamboyant clothing. and You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, the two other things that happen throughout this is Andre, they pretty much rewrite his bio and they put that he had some kind of testicular cancer and that one of his balls got removed. And, and then it's like half of it's true and half of it's false. And so then he has to explain to everyone, no, it's not true. And they're like, what part? You, you being the doctor? And he's like, no, that part's true, but I have two testicles. And they're like, all right, just show me then. So <laughs> He didn't want to pull him out and show him, prove it though. That's fucked up. <laughs> if I ever was privileged, if I ever was privileged to meet Canadian legend Tom Green, I wouldn't be like, "Show me you got one ball, bro." <laughs> prove it to me. He's never said that it, it, nothing wasn't true about him, because oh, Andre's saying that it's not true. I swear to God, if you asked Tom Green, he'd probably show you his balls, bro. He probably would. Tom yeah. Green would. That's nothing he would for him. Scrolled him right out. He was crazy, that guy. He sure was. He's an innovator, bro. He found a way. Yeah, he came before Jackass. Bro, yeah, I was about to say. He st- and even like what we're doing now, he found a way to stream live on MySpace. Like he had this whole thing that he had bought a house in like Calabasas. And then he had all these guys come through and put drill all kind of wiring all through the ceiling. And so, so he had like a whole, his whole house was a studio. Yeah. Yeah, he's insane. Early yeah. days when you had to do shit. Like he was that, married right? to Drew Barrymore, too. Yeah. He really was, huh? For like hey, a okay. year. All right. I'm not going to lie to you. Top five. You know what? Top three women's jaw. I'm giving it to her. Number one, actually. Have you seen the jaw on her? <laughs> yeah. She has a gigantic jaw on her. <laughs> There's a gang of shit. It's all all jaw never thought about that but have yeah, you ever seen well. you're picturing her in your mind right now right yeah. Drew Barrymore all jaw 
<laughs> I never. She probably looks exactly like her dad. Now, just the, la- the last part of this episode was you find out that Kevin lost his virginity to Shiva inside Pete's mom's car, and he and Pete's the one who left. Kevin left the condom in there, and Pete got in trouble way later, and Kevin blamed it on someone else. And Shiva mm. said, and then he called out my name as he climaxed. Shiva Kanda Kamini Soma. <laughs> hey, were we just saying that the other day? Like when you're young, you know everybody like they're by their full name because <laughs> of school. <laughs> the motherfucker climaxed the whole government name. It said she said they put on Led Zeppelin, couldn't even last one song. <laughs> and Led Ze- I ain't gonna lie. Which Zeppelin song though? I'm not, some of them are long. That's just eight minutes long. <laughs> what happens like eight or nine minutes? Bro. Yeah, I mean, it was a stairway, huh? Was it Cashmere? <laughs> I love Cashmere. I mean, that's a long one too, but I, they don't say what it was. Yeah, Cashmere is about five minutes. But that's what they said. Is yeah, he couldn't even last one song. <laughs> <laughs> it was the radio cut. <laughs> it was two minutes. But that's where we that we find out where the first Shiva blast came from and that's where it came from episode 11 not gonna lie is like really uneventful we're gonna make that the last episode that we talk about on act two here it was ramona neapoliana neapolitana or tano and this whole episode was about how kevin how not only in fantasy does he always try to go after the number one you know type of thing but Whatever it is in appliances and life, he always tries mm-hmm. to get. Oh, this yeah, he's like this, a regular Mr. Dink from Doug, right? This oh, is yeah. very expensive, top of the line. This is the number so one this is the number Dink? one cappuccino maker in the world. Okay, Mr. so Mr. he said who? So Mr. Dink is a cartoon character oh, from the, the show called Doug. And he was the neighbor, but he was just over the top with everything exp- very expensive. That was his line. Because he'd be like, Yeah, hey, look at my new lawnmower. Top of the line, very expensive. <laughs> Everything he had, his whole house looked different on the block too. Like it's very expensive. <laughs> Mr. Dink, shout out. But yeah, so we don't even need to go into this. He to make up to to get fantasy advice on SM radio show. He said that he wants advice for his dead ex-wife. <laughs> And of course, Sophia hears it, and then she wants to know everything about her and everything. And then they're having a dinner for her and all this kind of stuff. Very unnecessary. Of Very dark, even. And this is why Sophia <laughs> hates all of her fr- all of his friends because Ruxton always gets caught in these lies. <laughs> I mean, he was a lawyer. <laughs> How are you the lawyer and you can't pull off the lie? <laughs> I'm just saying no. But I was always told I'd be a great lawyer. Always gets caught in the lie. Always gets caught in the lie. But that's where we're going to end Act 2. We're going to save Act 3 for just the final two episodes because that gets us back into the meat and potatoes of the season. Make sure you go follow Silver Screen Breakdowns on every podcast platform. Leave us a five-star review on Apple. Leave us a five-star review on Spotify. We appreciate you. And make sure you subscribe to the Silver Screen Breakdowns YouTube channel where you see us going live every Friday. You'll find me, Nelson Tynes, on YouTube. The Nelson Tynes underscore on Instagram. Check out my stuff. Follow me, I'll follow you back. Yeah. yeah. You subscribe, and and I'll watch you subscribe to me. Let's fucking go. (laughs) 
And you know, you can follow me at the GM Network if you want some madness. And Universe Give Me Money. Tune in next time for Act 3 of the Silver Screen Breakdown, where we get right into the meat and potatoes. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit That's where the most high, we the most live